0: Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance?
1: I don't, I don't know why.
0: Because he didn't have the guts. Ah. <laughs> 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 it's time for the children's
1: <laughs> show. It's Hollywood Radio.
2: Halloween, 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 oh yeah. That's the night that I love. If you go out walking Down the street all alone You might sense someone stalking Or hear the rattle of bones Cause I'm the spookiest creature The world has ever known So for your own protection I'd say you better think quick I know I don't have a treat, but I might have a trick. Halloween, 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 oh yeah, yeah. That's the night that I love. Halloween, 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 oh yeah, yeah. With the moon up above. Black cat at your doorstep. Dark clouds in the sky. You hear a tapping at the front door, an unexpected surprise. Watch all the kids in their costumes, with a nervous look in their eyes. So for your own protection, I'd say you better think quick. Because I know I don't have a treat, but I might have a trick. trick, trick. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Halloween oh. I love Halloween, 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 oh yeah, yeah, with the moon up above. I'm a ghost, I'm a mommy, I'm a goblin. I'm a witch, I'm a monster but I'm nobody's fool I'm a thirsty old vampire looking for you So let me be perfectly clear I delight in sensing your fear On my favorite night of the year Halloween, 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 oh yeah That's the night that I love Halloween, 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 oh yeah, yeah. That's the night that I love. Halloween, 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 oh yeah, yeah. With the moon up above. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween,
3: Halloween, 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 Halloween. That was Danny Weincoff from a CD called Dinosaurs and Metaphors. Right here on the Children's Hour, I'm Katie Stone. Always so happy to be with you, but especially this time of year from the Sunspot Solar Studio in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm here with a whole lot of great people, including all of you out in listener land and everyone on Zoom. Hi, kids crew. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. hello. 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 Well, who do we have with us today?
0: Hi, it's Airdrie. Hi, it's Belle. Hi, it's Corbett.
3: Hi, it's
0: Melissa. Hello, it's Isaac. Hi, it's Illuminata. Hello, it's
3: Amadeus. Hi, it's Daniel.
4: Hello, it's Lily.
3: Are you ready for Halloween? Yes. Yeah. I sure hope so. Well, I'm going to have a trunk or treat. Yeah, tell us about your trunk or treat, Illy. This is something that you've done for a few years now. And I think it's such a good idea. So I am doing like a trunk or treat at my house and we're collecting clothes for the Albuquerque public school because some kids don't have clothes. So people who come by your house, it's just like regular trick or treating or is there something else?
0: Well, we're going to have maybe a few games. It's just like regular trick or treating. You can drop off clothes and you get like a we have candy or pencils or like books.
3: When you're asking people to drop off clothes, what are you asking them to drop off?
0: Um, So drop off clothes that you've already used, but are still in good shape so that other people can use them when you're done with them.
3: That's fantastic. So it's like recycling and helping people in need and being able to celebrate Halloween all rolled into one. That's Illuminata's trunk or treat. What a great idea and a great way to spend Halloween. We
0: have a Halloween parade in Chama and
1: cars are decorated and we get to pick a candy from them.
3: Halloween car parade in Chama, New Mexico and listeners tuning in. You should know that Chama, New Mexico is really far north in New Mexico, almost to the Colorado border in the mountains. How fun, Adrian Flo! Well, today in the Children's Hour, we're celebrating Halloween we're celebrating pumpkins in specific. And Isaac, as well as Corbett, have been studying pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns and have a lot of information to share with you. We're also going to learn what does it mean if a house has a teal pumpkin outside? And spoiler, it means the house has treats for kids with food allergies. We'll find out more about that And this episode also comes with a free, really jam-packed learning guide that meets national education standards. Find it at childrenshour.org. The episode is called Pumpkin Spice. And here's one from Andrew Gold, right here on the Children's Hour.
5: Chubby little pumpkin. Sat in a patch, waiting breathlessly to see just was is gonna snatch him. He pumped himself up, he kept himself clean, cause it was just a few days until Halloween. A pretty little cutie in a lavender dress saw our boy and picked him up, then she began to caress him. She hugged him and she squeezed till they were cheek to cheek She almost dropped him on his bottom when he started to speak Could I make a small suggestion? Like to ask you just in case you would remember this request When you're designing my face He said, please, 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 please please give me a smile I'm only gonna be here for the littlest while Don't wanna be the jack-o'-lantern scaring away Every candy-loving kid who's trick-or-treating today No one wants a friend who only can frown Turn up the ends of my mouth instead of turning them down Looking like a monster really isn't my style So please make me pretty, please give me a smile He was a little bit worried A little perplexed Cause all his other orange friends Were acting tougher than the next guy One put on a grimace One wore a scowl One even wore a sheet And then began to howl He was oh so happy To be the little girl's choice He giggled and he stammered In his shy little voice Then he whispered to her sweet name In their cozy embrace I want a pretty smile just like the one in your face i'm only making one appearance in this fleeting pumpkin life could you grant my one desire when you caught me with that knife please 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 give me a smile i'm only gonna be here for the littlest while Don't want to be the jack-o-left and scaring away Every candy-loving kid who's trick-or-treating today I'd be ever so grateful if you give me a grin Let all the happy little children see the brightness within Don't give me no fangs like that mean crocodile Please make me pretty, please give me a smile a little less wild. I don't wanna be the jack-o'-lantern scaring away every candy loving kid who's trick-or-treating today give me a great big grin I'll be the happiest guy the evening after Halloween I'll be the tastiest pie well if I gotta go let me be going in style oh please please pretty please give me a smile
6: I am sure that you've used the nicknames Sweetie, Honey, and Cupcake, right? They all refer to food treats. However, the use of the term pumpkin as a term of endearment seems a little bit strange. While reasonably tasty and used to make some delicious treats like pumpkin bread and pumpkin pie... On its own, the pumpkin is a rather unsurprising fruit, and yes, it's a fruit. Attractive or not, the fact is that 151 million pumpkins are consumed during Halloween season in the USA. That's crazy. See, they manage to be scary and yummy. It's true, pumpkins are actually a fruit. Many of us think that it should be our national fruit, but that Oscar goes to the blueberry. Incidentally, did you know that Native Americans grew and ate pumpkins and their seeds long, long, long before the pilgrims ever reached North America? Pilgrims learned how to grow and prepare pumpkins from the Native Americans, and not the other way around. The earliest pumpkin pie made in America was quite different than the pumpkin pie we know today. Apparently... Early settlers made pumpkin pie by hollowing out a pumpkin, filling the shell with milk, ew, honey and spices, and baking it. At least they didn't light it up, right? Also, pumpkins were once even considered a remedy for freckles and snake bites and Native Americans used the seeds for the treatment of intestinal infections. And it eventually led the United States to list pumpkin seeds as an official medicine for parasite elimination from 1863 to 1936. Whoa, this fruit is kind of awesome, right? say that you're out choosing a pumpkin. There are more than 45 different varieties of pumpkin to choose from. They range in color like red, yellow, and green with names like Hooligan, Cotton Candy, Orange Smoothie, Atlantic Giant, Big Moon, Big Max, Prize Winner, Blue Green Pumpkins, Blue Lakota, Jaradale, Kakai, Kabocha, and many more. Cool, huh? Pumpkins contain a pigment called beta-carotene. Did you ever wonder why pumpkins are that vibrant orange color? It's because they have beta-carotene in them, but they're not alone. If beta-carotene was a gene, then these other foods would all be pumpkin cousins. The cousins are carrots, sweet potatoes, winter squash, spinach and kale, cantaloupe, and apricots. Also, romaine lettuce? What? Well, friends, that's all I have to say about calabazas. Yes, that's pumpkin in espanol. So go get them. Carve them, paint them, eat them, and have yourselves a great Halloween. This is Isaac Lacerda for the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.
2: Let's go to the pumpkin patch. Pumpkin patch is where it's at. Climb aboard the tractor, roll it out into the pasture, pick the best one from the patch let's all
1: go
2: to the pumpkin patch every year we bring one home and carve it like a turkey, with crooked teeth and Frankenstein features that make me smile every god is born to be Of Halloween, get a spoon, grab a knife, and watch it come to life. Let's go to the pumpkin patch. The pumpkin patch is where it's at. Climb aboard that rusty tractor. Jack o' lantern is November's pumpkin pie. Who wants that? Let's go to the pumpkin.
7: I it just a little seed when I stuck it in the ground But now it doesn't look at all like what it did last spring Hey, won't somebody tell me what the heck you call this thing? Oh, the pumpkin man with a big brown head smile so bright and eyes so red I wish jack-o'-lanterns hung from the sky And the seas were made of pumpkin pie mommy and my daddy, my dog and my pal John Ran out to the garden to see what was going on My mommy said, squash my son, my daddy called it spice John just laughed and my dog just barked and jumped up once or twice Oh, the pumpkin man with the big round head Smile so bright and eyes so red I wish jack-o'-lanterns hung from the sky and the seas were made of pumpkin pie John said, ain't you never seen a pumpkin plant before? Why, carve them up for Halloween and you stick him right by your door. With two big eyes, a funny nose, and a toothy smile below, then you stick a candle in its head to make the whole thing glow. Oh, the pumpkin man with a big round head, smile so bright and eyes so red. I wish jack-o'-lanterns hung from the sky and the seas were made of pumpkin pie. But still I just don't understand how to get so big and round My mommy says it's nature, my dad says a miracle John just laughs and my dog just barks and I like that best of all Oh, the pumpkin man with the big round head Smile so bright and eyes so red I wish jack-o'-lanterns hung from the sky and the seas were made of pumpkin pie The pumpkin man with the big round head Smile so bright and eyes so red Which jack-o'-lanterns hung from the sky And the seas were made of pumpkin pie
3: Remember, this episode comes with a learn-along guide It's digitized and found at childrenshour.org Look for Pumpkin Spice
8: You're listening to The Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right
3: back. The Children's Hour is supported by the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, inviting visitors to the New Mexico Museum of Art, Vladam Contemporary, nmartmuseum.org. Electric Playhouse supports The Children's Hour. Find your play at Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's fun for kids and adults who want to play like a kid again. Electricplayhouse.com. The Children's Hour is supported by the New Mexico Humanities Council. You're listening to The Children's Hour, and before the break, you heard John McCutcheon from his Four Seasons Autumn Song CD with the Pumpkin Man, and the Pumpkin Patches, the Happy Racers from A Scary Very Halloween. And all kinds of thanks go out to Isaac for his help researching and producing that piece on pumpkins. I hope you learned as much as I did, which was a lot. We have a whole bunch more coming up for you, including Corbett's piece on what is the story behind jack-o'-lanterns. And we're going to learn what does it mean if someone has a teal pumpkin. But in the meantime, this is Triple Rainbow right here on the Children's Hour.
2: Everyone knows that you dress up on Halloween, but what about the 364 days between? Why do we have to dress so boring when we could look amazing? Of course, there's the clothes that you wear to school and the
1: store, but after a while there above, I want more. I want to be a mermaid I want to be a unicorn I want more I want to knock them out at the grocery store
9: I want to look amazing Why can't every day be Halloween? There's a place Called the American Veterans Store You should've seen the look on my face when I walked through the door Miles and miles of colorful costumes all waiting for me Cost just a dollar, sixty-three, I picked four That I can use to be a witch or a centaur
1: Regular clothes make me snore, I want more I wanna be a princess, I wanna be a doctor I wanna be a dinosaur, I want more I wanna knock them out on the grocery store I wanna
9: look amazing Why can't every day be Halloween?
1: Because when I dress
0: Four days between Every day is now Halloween Jack-o'-lanterns originated in Ireland from a myth about a man named Stingy Jack. In this myth Jack invites the devil to drink. Not wanting to pay, He asks the devil to turn into a coin, but he keeps the coin and puts the coin next to a silver crust, which stops the devil from changing back. Eventually, Jack releases the devil on the condition that he would not come back and bother Jack for the next year and that if he died, the devil would not claim his soul. Then, when the devil returned after a year, Jack tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to get its fruit. While the devil was in the tree, Jack hew a cross in the bark, so the devil could not come down again, until he made the devil promise that he would not bother him for another ten years. Soon after Jack died, as legend goes, God would not let his soul into heaven. The devil couldn't have his soul either, so they sent him off with nothing but a piece of coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved turnip, and Jack of the Lantern has been wandering the earth to this day. Carved turnips have been an autumn tradition in Ireland for centuries, but when Irish settlers arrived in America, they didn't have any turnips, so they used pumpkins instead.
3: That's Corbett from our kids crew. He got some of his information and the story from History.com. In the background, you are hearing Garalf. From a release called Happily Ever Now With Owl's Dream We've got a free learning guide That goes with this episode That meets educational standards nationwide You can find it at Childrenshour.org Look for this episode Pumpkin Spice Coming up next Blue Moon Boy Right here on the Children's Hour
8: One little jack-o'-lantern Rolls down the street He's got no arms and no hands, he's just a face with no knees. And I asked him, hey that little jack-o'-lantern, where do you go? You should be out on some porch with no place you have to go to. He stopped where he rolled and then he turned round to me. And clearing his voice, well then he started to speak said that, sir, I feel that's a generalization Sir, you're in for realization Follow me down this whole street Well, I got something you ought to see He turned back around and then he started to roll Then something joined him It came from somebody's porch It was another little jack-o'-lantern He seemed to know They never spoke But seemed to know where to go to okay. Two little jack-o'-lanterns rolling along And what I saw behind them is why I wrote this song When they reached the end of the street Well, a stranger crowd you never would meet There were ghosts and goblins and witches and bats Vampires, mummies, 13 black cats dance The cat ended in that jack-o'-lantern He rolled up right up to me and he asked Well, what did you learn? And I said that, sir, I must apologize There were things I did not realize Well, I thought that you were just a gourd But your life is anything but bored And then he turned round and that's when I wrote this song
3: trick or treating on halloween trick-or-treating involves going door to door oftentimes to the houses of strangers and threatening them when we say trick-or-treat we're really saying give me a treat or else i'll pull a trick or a prank on your house if you stop to think about it trick-or-treating is kind of crazy it's a tradition that breaks so many rules like accepting candy from strangers bothering our neighbors dressing up in disguise And of course, eating more candy and staying up way later than is normally allowed. So why do we do this? Where did the trick-or-treating tradition come from? And why do we dress up in costumes? Well, the ancient Celts of the British Isles wore disguises at this time of year on a holiday called Samhain to humor the evil spirits. Young men would dress up in white and mask their faces trick-or-treating evolved out of a medieval British Isles tradition called souling. The poor would go from door to door on Mass, November 1st, asking for money and food in exchange for prayers for the dead on All Souls Day, which is November 2nd. We heard about where jack-o'-lanterns come from and how they started with carved-out turnips. The first recorded combination of wearing a disguise and going door-to-door begging for treats was in 1895 in Scotland. Immigrants from Ireland, Scotland, and England brought the traditions to the United States and Canada, and the earliest known use of the term trick-or-treat dates back to 1927 from Blackie, Alberta, where it was reported, quote, the youthful tormentors were at back door and front, demanding edible plunder by the word trick-or-treat, to which the inmates gladly responded and sent the robbers away rejoicing, unquote. Trick-or-treating spread west to east across the North American continent during the 1930s and 1940s. It was firmly established as an American tradition by 1952, Dressing up in disguise and going door to door, getting coins, sweets, or cakes is still common in Scotland and Ireland, but the children must perform for the household. Kids have to sing a song or recite a poem before they give the treats. Can you imagine if you had to perform a poem or a song at every house instead of saying trick or treat? What would you do? We're going trick or treat, and everybody's feeling ghosts.
0: Ooh, I got a spooky feeling running up and down my bones. Cause
4: it's hell.
3: I was Jackie B in the mini band with a brand new tune called Spooky Halloween. During my trick or treat story, you heard the monologue rock stars and Donnie Ozone. And before that, we had Fuch and Susie Shelton with Party Monsters. Are you ready for Halloween? We're thinking about Halloween today on the Children's Hour as we think about pumpkins. Do you have your costume ready? I hope so. You can send us a message and tell us what you're doing for Halloween by going to childrenshour.org and you'll see the contact us where there's lots of ways to reach out. Tell us about your costume and how you're celebrating Halloween this year. We've got some information about what those teal pumpkins mean that you see as you're trick or treating. Find our learn along guide with this episode called Pumpkin Spice at childrenshour.org. In the meantime, this is brand new Levity Beat and Itty Bitty Beats right here on the Children's Hour.
6: The cauldron, a fire was stoking,
10: a fire. a potion. I wonder, what's in the recipe, lightning and thunder? Beat of a bongo, two kazoo, <coughs> drop of a bass, <coughs> hack of a suu. Drink of a man, just drum it staccato. Just one sip and <coughs> you'll never stop dancing. <coughs> hey, hey, hey. hey.
1: Thanks to the Children's Hour,
3: Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. Thanks to the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for hosting the Children's Hour. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by United Way of North Central New Mexico. Support provided by New Mexico Arts, a division of New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support provided by the City of Albuquerque and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Bernalillo County, is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. Many thanks to the users at tokenibis.org, who direct funds to the Children's Hour every week. This episode of the Children's Hour had special support from Sandia National Laboratories.
9: Five little pumpkins sitting on a gate. The first one said, oh my, it's getting late. The second one said, there are witches in the air. The third one said, but we don't care. The fourth one said, let's run and run and run. The fifth one said, I'm ready for some fun. Ooh, went the wind and out went the light. And the five little pumpkins rolled out of sight.
3: That was Raffi, and you're listening to the Children's Hour. We wanted to know more about those teal pumpkins we see at Halloween. So we met in a cafe with someone who knows. Here with me is Charlotte Joseph. She is the co-director of the Anaphylactic Food Allergy Support New Mexico Network, and I'm so delighted to have met you here at a restaurant to talk about food allergies. Thanks for being with us on the Children's Hour. Thank you for having us. What is an anaphylactic food allergy?
11: An anaphylactic food allergy is when you have a severe reaction to a food protein. So when you eat that food protein, your body thinks it's an enemy and it wants to get rid of it. And so it does that by having a systemic reaction to that. And what that looks like when you're having a severe reaction is that your body can have hives. It can have an itchy mouth, a runny nose. You can feel really lightheaded. Eventually, it can lead to your throat closing. And the only way to stop this anaphylactic reaction that's happening is to use a type of auto-injector that has a drug in it that will stop the reaction from happening.
3: Can you talk a little bit about what kind of
11: foods cause these reactions? Typically in the U.S., there are eight food allergies that account for 90% of the severe food reactions. And those eight food allergies are peanuts, and then tree nuts like cashews, walnuts, pistachios, pecans, uh, wheat, soy, dairy, also eggs, and then shellfish, all different kinds of shellfish, like shrimp and lobster, and then fish. Those are the top eight, but corn is also a really common food allergy in the US.
3: These are also really very common foods. Let's talk about school lunches. Some kids bring their lunch, some kids buy their lunch. It's tempting to share your lunch when you're at school because it's your friend
11: and you wanna show them what you're eating. Yeah, it's our policy that kids should never share food and particularly with somebody who has food allergies because it's really hard to know what's in that food especially if it doesn't have a label So you might have a muffin that you want to share, but maybe that muffin is baked with egg and your friend has an egg allergy. So if your friend ate that muffin that's delicious to you, it could be life threatening for your friend and cause their body to have a really bad reaction. You have a program
3: called the Be A Pal program. Can you
11: talk a little bit about that?
3: What is the Be A Pal program?
11: Yeah, the Be A Pal program is actually a national program from an organization called FAIR. And the Be A Pal program, it's really about inclusion. It's about being a good friend to somebody who has food allergies. And so what that entails is helping your friend avoid a reaction, and the best way to do that is to not be around your food allergy. So for instance, if your friend is allergic, to dairy, then you're not going to eat cheese around your friend in order to protect them. And if you do eat cheese, then you want to make sure you wash your hands before being around them. So if you go to their house, first thing you do when you walk in is wash your hands. Um, It's also about recognizing symptoms of a reaction so that if your friend starts to have a reaction such as you know, feeling lightheaded, having itchiness all over, then you would know what to do. And maybe if you're older, that means um, calling 911. It's finding an adult. It's Maybe it's helping your friend uh, use their epinephrine auto-injector. And then also just participating in activities that don't involve food, like going to the park, going to concerts, doing things like that that don't involve food, so there's just less stress for your friend. You can learn more about the Be
3: A Pal program at foodallergy.org. Halloween is coming up this week. And of course, part of Halloween in the United States is we go knocking on people's doors saying trick-or-treat and we get candy. Now, I'm just thinking here, this must be a nightmare for kids who have food allergies in terms of you can't just go get food from people. What exactly are you all doing to help make sure that kids who have food allergies can have a great Halloween?
11: Well, there's a national program called the Teal Pumpkin Project, and it raises awareness about food allergies. If you paint a pumpkin teal, the color teal, which is the color for food allergy awareness, and you put that pumpkin outside your door, that means that you have non-food items available for people who need them, not just food allergy kids, but kids who might have diabetes or other conditions. And so you could have treats in your house, such as glow bracelets or bubbles or pencils, stickers, puzzles, things like that for kids as an option you can still have regular candy for those who want that but it's nice to have an option that is safe for those with food allergies
3: well charlotte thank you so much for being with us on the children's hour
11: thank you for having us and talking about this important
3: issue to us don't forget you can have a teal pumpkin you don't need to have a food allergy yourself all you need to do is have stuff to give away on halloween that is not food thanks again charlotte
11: thank you Go
9: or treat around these streets But I know there won't be too many things I can eat For every couple of goblins there's a ghoul like me Who just wants to be a kid but has a food allergy There's painted pumpkins all over Jack-o'-lantern's got a makeover I paint my pumpkin teal I paint my pumpkin Cause allergies are real I paint it cause I get it Raise awareness too I paint my pumpkin teal Yeah well you Doesn't mean you need An allergy in your family Some small toys or stickers Substitute for the candy Then everyone's included Just the way they should And your house sets a bar for your neighborhood Yeah it's not too late Grab a brush and a can of paint I paint my pumpkin teal I paint my pumpkin teal Cause allergies are real I paint it cause I get it Raise awareness too I paint my pumpkin teal Yeah, with well you They're all over the place Two, three, I pay my pumpkin teal. I paint my, my pumpkin teal. Cause allergies are real. I paint it cause I get it. Raise awareness too. I paint my pumpkin teal. Yeah, well, you. I paint my pumpkin teal. I paint my pumpkin teal. I, 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 I paint it cause I get it. Raise awareness too. Pay my bucket, teal,
10: yeah, will you? Monsters and werewolves and goblins all around
4: us, Bobbing for apples inside a haunted house, cotton candy and scarecrows and children trick or treating. Look at those witches, they're flying off. I'm scared
12: a creeping, a phantom fowl that gives them all a fright. Transparent and apparently she emits an eerie sound with a bobbing little head that's just a foot of Ended up on Johnny's dinner plate. And now she's back to haunt him, to terrify and taunt him. A heavy price to pay for what you ate. So beware this paltry, poultry geist with both. Ghost chicken, ghost chicken, floats around the barnyard when the moon is full and blue. Ghost chicken, ghost chicken, bug bug boo, bug bug boo, bug bug boo. Oh, ghost chicken, ghost chicken, a feathered apparition clucking in.
3: listening to the children's hour and in the background you're hearing dr frankenstein keith munslow brought us ghost chicken and evt kids had spooky halloween night paint my pumpkin teal is a song made by kyle dine and i hope you get inspired to offer treats at your house for kids who might have food allergies and tell them that they're there by painting a pumpkin teal. You're listening to the Children's Hour and in celebration of Halloween and all things pumpkin spice, we've got a learn-along guide to learn a lot more. It's revised and digital with activities and lots of fun stuff. And it meets national education standards. So the Children's Hour can be used in the classroom. Tell a teacher and find all our Learn Along guides at childrenshour.org. This episode is called Pumpkin Spice. I'm Katie Stone and I have loved being with you today on the Children's Hour We have time for just one more, and we're going to go out with Lori Berkner. This is from Let's Go, and I sure hope that you know the answer to this question. Have a great Halloween.
10: What am I going to be? What am I going to be? I want to wear a Halloween costume. Will anybody recognize me? Wait! I've got a great idea I'll wear a suit all made of fur What am I gonna be I will have a big mane and I'll say roar What am I gonna be a lion. a lion Yes you guessed When you see a lion it could be me What am I I've got a great idea. I'll wear clothes that are entirely black. What am I gonna be? I'll have a broomstick and a pointy hat. What am I gonna be? A witch! Yes, you guessed! When you see a witch, it could be me. What am I gonna be? What, what? What am I
0: Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Our show was written by Katie Stone with lots of help from all of us on the kids' crew. You can find photos, links, learn along guides, and more about us at children'shour.org.
3: Today's show had a joke written by Corbett and written work also by Corbett and Isaac. We also had production help from Christina Stella.
0: Find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, or go to our Patreon.com/slash/The Children's Hour.
6: Or ask your smart speaker to play the Children's Hour podcast.
0: We post our photos and more on Instagram and Facebook. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music was written by C.K. Barlow.
8: The Children's Hour is distributed by PRX, the Public Radio Exchange, and by the Pacifica Radio Network.
7: Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.